Hey mamas, my name is Haz. I'm a multitasking single mom and I'll be talking about my journey. The good, the bad, and sometimes the ugly. But I'll also be talking about the good stuff that I'm learning along the way from God's truths, relationship, parenthood, friendship, career, and anything under the sun that every woman go through on a daily basis. So come join in as we uplift, encourage, and celebrate each other in my weekly podcast. Hello there, mamas! Welcome back to my podcast. In my first episode, I've mentioned that I found a new love, and it's true. I'm currently in a relationship, however, it's not the traditional type of relationship wherein you guys are in the same city, country, or state. I am in a long-distance relationship. You'll be like, what? You think that would even work? Well, I wouldn't know. Even in relationship wherein both of you are in the same geographical vicinity, there's no guarantee if it's gonna work or not. It really depends on both of you if you're going to put some work in your relationship. Is this going to end in marriage? I certainly hope so. I always pray to God about it and I hope it does. No one said it's going to be easy. In fact, most question the desire to even try. But yeah, why try? Who in their right mind would wait for months, sometimes even years, for someone living 6,000 miles across the ocean? The more I think about it, the crazier it seems. But call me crazy because I spend every minute of my time thinking about how to make it work. The closest connection you have is through FaceTime. And even then, due to poor connection, it's just a blurry photo. This pandemic is the hardest because we can't even travel. Plus the fact that we're all emotionally affected by the things that has been going on around us. Your mind is aching to piece together the full picture from memory. A phone call for only five minutes seems to be the highlight of the day because for those five minutes, you can pretend that they're right there with you. In most part though, everyone talks about the good. The care packages, the surprise flowers on your doorstep, the momentous reaction of running into each other's arms at the airport. But the real deal of the long distance relationship is the commitment. How far both of you are going to stay committed and make your relationship work? We'll be talking about that and more with my very special guest for today. So stay tuned. We're now in the second part of the podcast, and for us to have a better perspective about long-distance relationship, it's best to discuss it with someone I'm in a relationship with. So again, this is all based on our experiences, struggles, ups, and downs. And without further ado, I would like to introduce this to you to my boyfriend, Chris. Hello, babe. Hello. Hello. Thank you for doing this podcast episode with me so earlier i've already talked about you know what long distance relationship is my opinion about it and the common struggle and advice on how to deal with it so and now i guess um it's more of like a discussion to have on you know to give more personal touch on you know the topic long distance relationship okay so um i have a question for you so do you think like long distance relationship 
really works? Um, I, I believe so. I believe it, it, it depends on the two people, um, what they want. Um, are they willing to put in the time and effort? Um, yeah. Are they uh, willing to kind of go through the ups and downs of being in a long distance relationship? So I, I believe so. Yeah, it does work. Because say, for example, if we compare it to like a regular or normal relationship wherein you like spend your time together at home, you know, you're not really separated by distance. It may right. or may not still work, right? Some people are right. still separating, married people still separating, and they're already together. So I guess it's just being highlighted because of the distance. But regardless whether you're together or not, Sometimes it may work or may not work. It really depends on how you guys really work on the relationship, right? Right. I, well, I think some people don't see long-distance relationships as an actual relationship, but it actually is. I mean, the only difference is is that you two are not together. That's really the only difference. Yeah. It's as real as you make it or you choose to look at it as. So it, it really depends on the two people. To me, it's a real relationship. It's just you have distance between you where you're not together all the time. Yeah, that's true. Because of some, you know, some circumstances and there it varies, right? Right. So, yeah. So, really, how do you do long-distance relationship? Like, for us, like, how do we really do long-distance relationship for those people who are listening? Like, how do we handle it? Like, for sure, technology plays a huge part of it. But how do we really do long-distance relationship? Um... What people don't understand is the foundation of anything is communication. And you see they're going to work or fail by the communication. Yeah. Um, it, it works, like you said, technology. You know, nowadays you're able to uh, talk to each other and visually see each other through FaceTime or um, the, the, the various many apps now. So it's not like, well... Like you see, all you could really do is email somebody or yeah. send letters. You actually, I mean, you can spend as much time on video as you want nowadays. So that that That's has improved true. it a lot. That's true. Because I remember I have an aunt. Um, so she's, she's, I believe she's the cousin of my mom. So back in the day, they used to have like, this pen pal thing that you go to the newspaper and look for a pen pal and then you write it on a yellow sheet of paper and you send it you know to that person and then the person sends it back so the problem with that though is you don't even know if the person is going to write you back because it just right. all it depends takes, on the mail snail mail right and and, yeah, my, and it, and it my, takes time and it and, yeah and, 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 and it takes months you know you exactly. write a letter and then they get it and Hopefully they're not too busy to rewrite a letter to you. And yeah. by the time that happens, it's, it's a month or two later. That's true. And they're pen pals. And, and, and the guy is writing letters with is in London. So it's really like a far, but it actually worked because they were married until the end, you know. Um, so I think it really depends if you maintain, you know, open lines of communication, regardless whether it's right. back in the day or now that we have, you know, advanced technology, you know, a successful relationship really requires, you know, investment of time and attention, you know? Right. So, yeah. So what were the struggles that you had with 
long distance relationship for you know on your own you know um experience what were the struggles you had you know being in a relationship with me um i I say one of the main struggles that any um long distance relationship has is the fact that it's, it's times when you actually need a person you know when yeah. you need that person or want that person to be there and you have to be strong enough to understand the reasoning. It's not, you know, it's, it's some situations you have where a person is choosing not to be there and yeah. you're upset, you know, but yeah. it's times when you need a person and you have to understand that this person is across the country or in another country or yeah. somewhere else where they can't physically be there like you need at that time and you have to be understanding to that and you have to kind of psychologically build yourself up because out of everything it's going to be more of those times where they can't just come to your house or they're they're not just downstairs or they're uh not just out of the house at the moment but they're literally somewhere else so yeah, i think that's the biggest struggle of a long distance relationship um other things is that you're constantly um on different time zones, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, you're having to contend with the fact that you may work different hours. I think the only, I think the main thing that helped me and you was that our schedules are kind of basically the same. So yeah. when I was work working in the night. morning, you work yeah. at night. So yeah. it wasn't like we could really talk to each other anyways. So when you got off, I was practically getting off. So we had we could easily just talk to each other right after each other went to work. So yeah. I think that kind of helped the situation. That's true. But we didn't have it smooth the first time, right? We, there's a lot of fight going on the first, you know, right. one, one, <laughs> first year of our relationship. Like every right. month we have different kind of fights. And, and, and they say that, you know, some people would say, you know, you would know that the person is the one or the person with, you know, you would end up with if the relationship is very smooth, you know. But I disagree with it because probably on the uh, end, I do also. It, yeah, it, it, it was smooth, but you wouldn't really know towards the, you know, middle of it, you know, towards, you know, the relationship where you're in the middle of the relationship or you're already like four years, five years, that, you know, some of the issues would arise, you know, and some cannot really like, what do you call it? Um, uh, survive. Story. Yeah, or survive with that kind of changes because in the beginning, usually the first two, three years is the honeymoon stage and you're getting to know, but then eventually you get to know deeper, you know, your partner and that's when issues arise, right? But us, we didn't have it smooth the first time because all issues arise right away and... Um, we struggled really hard with our differences. But I, I, I want to touch on what you said. You said that, you know, the first year or two is the honeymoon stage. And I think that's where um, long-distance relationships outshine traditional yeah. relationships. Yeah. Because you have to build it on something more than, oh, we like each other. Oh, this yeah. person is making me excited. This person is giving me that awe feeling. We're together. We're um always in each other's company we are spending so much time and then we're having a physical relationship also yeah. so that honeymoon stage overtakes in your brain overtakes everything and you don't yeah. see certain stuff the first year or two because mm -hmm. you're so enamored with the person mm -hmm. but i think in, in long this relationship you don't really have that stage or you, you have the excitement but you can't you don't have the i get to hang out every day i get to do this we get to be yeah. physical we get the so you have to build it on talking to each other 
opposed mm-hmm. to doing stuff. So I think that's where um, long distance relationships shine. And it is a struggle though. It is it, the, mm-hmm. the struggle part comes in, and like I said, where you don't get to be physical at a, an appropriate time when you want to, or um, you don't have that that um, part where you get to just well, let's go hang out. Let's go do this. Let's yeah. go shoot pool. Let's go um, to a movie. Let's go do all these things that you would do. Um, so you don't get that stage of um, being buddies first kind of, you know, when you first kind of meet somebody, you start dating a little bit and you kind of build up a buddiness and then it turns into, a, you know, you have an attraction, but it's a, it's a buddiness. And then it's, it turns into a, hmm, you get that hmm moment yeah. where it's like, um, I, I kind of like this person and I really want it to be more, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like I said, as far as long this relationship, you have to build it on talking. So everything is more of a discussion. Everything is more of a, you know, we we have to make time to talk. We have to make time to do this. We have to such, such. We have to talk about who we are. We have to talk about what we like, what we don't like. Everything is talk, 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 talk first. Yeah, that's true. And I think for other people who was in a long distance relationship, the struggle is actually the trust and loyalty. With us, I don't think that it was an issue at all. But for a lot of people who is in a long distance relationship, the main struggle that they have is actually the trust and the loyalty because um, some people go into a relationship and they have trust issues, you know, and probably they've been hurt before and all that and so the present relationship that they are they are into are suffering or suffering because of the trust issues so this is the main struggle with it but i think you know while communicating regularly with your partner it's best that you get to again maintain open role you know open communication with with your partner because it's not like the game of um, like you have to guess what's in mind, what is in his mind or what is in her mind, you know, you just have to really talk it out. So I guess that's how you're going to surpass, you know, the trust issues. You just really have to trust, you know, and the thing is that if that person really, you know, cheat on you or have, you know, did something that is hurtful to you, then, then, and that's something that you really have to talk about with your partner, you know, and it's really a risk, even if it's a traditional relationship, there's a risk that your partner will cheat on you. You know, it's everywhere, whether it's long distance or traditional, it's still a risk. But again, it's more of like, do you you trust your partner enough? Because with us, it's not really an issue. Our issue was more of like our differences, like say faith, right? We fought about faith. We we fought about, you know, our... Uh, what do you call it, opinion about culture, you know, and all that stuff. We had a lot of arguments that is not really um, relating to trust or loyalty. It's just more all other issues, you know. Uh, it was more of the woes of learning each other now. And I think yeah. we both are strong, very strong-minded. And I think the a lot of the arguments were coming from, I think we had both been, been by ourselves for so long that we were having a hard time uh, giving up that portion of that says, hey, I have to go from being by myself to being with somebody and I have to give up a certain amount of freedom. And I don't mean freedom as I can't do this, I can't do that. But when you're with somebody, you have to work, you have to move accordingly than you do when you're by yourself. 
And when, when you're by yourself, you're used to getting up and going and doing whatever you want when you want. And when you're with somebody, it's like I have somebody to answer to. And it's not because I, I, I get this person permission over me. You give up that permission say, hey, that I know that you care and I know you want, you're concerned about what I'm doing, where I'm at, am I okay? Um, you haven't heard from me for 12 hours. So yeah. it's, some, it's, it's those things that I think we were struggling with yeah. of uh, going from being years outside of a relationship to all of a sudden having somebody that um, you have to communicate with on a daily basis and not being yeah. used to that. Yeah, that's true, that's true. So how do you think this, the, the distance or the long distance relationship help us to grow individually? Um, I, I think it, it helps because, like you said, it's, it's trust. So you have to learn a different type of trust. And, mm -hmm. I, and I'm the type of person, I believe there, there are different types of trust. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it makes you have to concede to certain things. You know, um, for I'm the type of person where I'm at a point in my life where I don't even want to worry about if you're cheating or not. And it's not, like you said, mm -hmm. people do people do what they're going to do in a relationship and you can only hope that a person is being honest and faithful and they have good intentions. But for me, I'm at a point where that is not something that I want to give my energy to. Yeah. So it has taught me to accept that um, we both have um, the same goals in mind. We both have, um, the same type of mentality as far as what we want in relationship and what we expect from the other person. So it has taught me to kind of not um, indulge in the pettiness of it. Like I see like you said, uh, we were doing a lot of arguing at first, you know what I'm saying? But then we started kind of thinking about it. And then it was a couple of things that your mom had said to both of us and that we were acting more like kids. And then once you realize that you're doing these certain things, you have to kind of curve your behavior after that. So I think we both have gotten to a point where we're more, more comfortable in ourselves and in a relationship and accepting yeah. that, okay, it is distance. There's things we need to do. Um, so it, it, it's going to take time for us to truly be together mm -hmm. and accept that um, we have to work together at all times. And I think that's where we're starting to come into our own as far as a relationship because we're starting to understand that we have to work on the same gear even yeah. though we're uh thousands of miles apart that's true so um i think it's allowing both of us to say hey um kind of get past ourselves get over our own egos um and um try to maintain like you like you said at first the communication and that was very hard at first, you know. So mm -hmm. I think we've definitely grown as far as the communication. And, and even with the the argument we were doing, now we're kind of at a point where we say, you know what, we can't resolve this at this moment. Let's just cool down, yeah. back off from the conversation a little bit, and come back and talk about it later when we're, we're at cooler heads. And I think yeah. that's definitely something that we've done in this last year or so that we weren't, wasn't doing at first. Yeah, and I think for me, uh, what helped me grow as an individual is to have really more patience because before I'm really like, you know, hard-headed and I don't, I'm, real, I'm really impatient, you know, when it comes to, like, say, 
um, talking about things, you know, resolving our issues. I'm very impatient. I feel like we need to resolve it now. We need to resolve it right away. But it's not really the good way to, you know, to, to do things because if you guys are still in the heat of, you know, argument, I think, I think it's best to like cool it down, you know, and let your emotions subside. And then you get to talk about things when you both are okay, you know, to talk things out. So I think um, what, what I've learned in this relationship and, I, you know, made me more mature is patience. And another thing is probably, you know, letting go of the things that I can really control. You know, things that I'm trying to control. It should be this way. It should be, our relationship should be, a relationship should go this way. But sometimes I get frustrated when things are not going the way I wanted to. So I just have to let it go and just have to pray about it. Because if I keep on doing that, what would happen is it would annoy you. It would annoy me. We'll get both frustrated and would end up arguing again. So I think it, it, it made me more mature and on how I see things and letting go of the control, especially if I think that it's not really going the way I wanted to, you know? And also, I guess it's more of like us being more socially active individuals. Like you have your own friends, you know, you can still go with your friends. I can still meet my friends and it's okay, you know, without the issues of, um, who are you with? What are you guys doing? But during the oh, first God. part of the relationship, at some point, I think I became like that. Like, why are you still with your friends, right? I was like doing that. I was like being controlling. Like, why are you still not home or things like that? So I get to let go of that part of me because I know it's toxic and it's not helping. Because if you really trust the person, you just have to understand that if this person really wants to do something bad or something that you know um would really ruin your relationship he would still do it you know and you would know about it but then you have to understand that well it's not your loss you know you did not do anything wrong so i think it's in my in my mind it's what i'm thinking that okay if it's gonna do something then i'm still gonna be okay with it why because you know I would, I have my, I told you, I have my strong faith in God that, you know, will not let go of me. I'm going to be okay if you do something. But then it's more of like trust in you that I know that he's not going to do something that would hurt me. So I think that's what I've learned as an individual within, you know, this three years of relationship that we had. See, but I think a lot of people have this, this idea that, uh, that you're going to be perfect and you're not yeah. you know and that's why i said to me a lot of this relationship is just the same is is you're 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 literally in a relationship with somebody who's a thousand miles away and like i said earlier i i just don't want to worry worry myself to death thinking that oh well she may do this and this person may do that and this and such and, and all and all these things and all it does is drain you and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna drain out very quick if you're the type of person that as you said um wants to why you're not home why you're not doing this why you said such why you why you're not at house but you got to think about it though you're not there yeah. So sometimes also people don't understand is you have to feel that with something. 
So a person may be going out and hanging out with his friends and doing more because, yeah, he's in a relationship with you, but he's by himself also. So yeah. that that kind of, I, and I think that was what was uh, getting getting to me at first. You know, you sometimes feel alone, yeah. and it's weird when you're alone but you're with somebody. But the but the crazy thing about it is people who lay next to each other every night and feel alone. Yeah. So um, I I think I think a lot of people don't understand in long distance relationships that you can't try to control the situation by always wanting to know what a person is doing every second of the day exactly. because you're not there. You know what I'm saying? You're mm -hmm. only going to drive yourself crazy doing that. Exactly. Because once he gets irritated or she gets irritated, the communication breaks down, then you're not going to know anything they're doing. That's true. So you're going to be uh, even more upset, even more hurt, even more um, combative when when really sometimes cooler heads prevail. Um, mm -hmm. You just have to know, like you said, that the person has your best interest at heart. We're talking. And my thing has always been, no matter what I'm doing, I, whether I'm home, not home, whether I'm with my friends, I'm just mm -hmm. a text away. And I've never just not um, responded to a text unless I was physically doing something where I couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people, and like I said, this stuff occurs in people who are physically with each other also. So it's not a thing about being in a long relationship. You know what I'm saying? So if your person is out doing something and you're at home waiting on him and he doesn't respond and he's doing whatever he's doing, that's the same thing. Yeah. So um, it's, it's not like these things just occur in long distance relationships. These are just relationships, period. Yeah, that's true. So for you, what do you think is like the most favorite part of being in a long distance relationship? my favorite part um, yeah because we have struggles of course that's probably our least favorite the struggles but what is the most favorite part of it like for me okay i'll start probably um probably my favorite is we've been apart for so long and then we're gonna meet up so my favorite part is that the, right. you know the excitement that to see you again or like to hug you remember when i see you last december like i hug you so like the so tight that i don't want to let go because it's more of like the excitement the you know the months that we're not together and so i'd probably be doing that after you know this pandemic because like we're far apart and we can't see each other but i think that's the most favorite part of it that you know the excitement it's always there because you really see each the, other the, the, so. the anticipation yeah the anticipation so i think that's my favorite part uh, I, I think my favorite part is uh, getting to learn um, about your culture, you know what I'm saying? Hearing about your uh, family, you know. Um, you know, I get to be in a relationship with somebody who is completely different from me um, in a different part of the world, and I get to experience my life and theirs also. Yeah. So I think that's very interesting to me. Um, and the, the fact that you know, you get to um, when you wait, like you said, after a long day, you get the video chat. Come on, video chat, and you're you're talking, and it's it gets to a point where it just feels normal. It feels natural, yeah. and I think that was I think that's something that people don't expect. Like even talking to somebody on a video screen becomes natural to you. Yeah, 
and because it's more about the connection. That's true. Yeah, I agree with you. So, you know, as we end this conversation about, you know, long distance, what is that one piece of advice you think you would tell someone about long distance relationships, especially now it's pandemic. Most people cannot see each other for like probably a year or a year and a half already. Just like us, we haven't seen each other for like exactly one year. We're supposed to see each other like probably twice, three times this year, but it didn't happen because of, you know, what's going on with the world. But probably a lot of people you know, are also in the same struggle on the same situation like ours. What is that one piece of ad, piece of advice that you would tell, you know? Um, what, I, what I would um, tell a person is that you have to understand your reasoning. If you're thinking about getting into a long-distance relationship, you're talking to somebody, or you're, you've met somebody, um, you're, you're online on different sites, and you want to meet somebody, um, and, that's in another country or somewhere else or another part of the United States or another part of the world um, is to understand your reasoning um, because that's going to motivate you and that's going to guide you to what, to the type of relationship you you're trying to have. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with, um, well, I'm interested in somebody from another country. I'm interested in somebody that's um, from Europe or somebody from Japan or, and there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah be honest with it, you know, be honest with yourself, be honest with, you know, the reasons that you, you just, you just want something different or you um, just want to learn about another culture or you're, you've been interested in um, a certain type of person for a long time. And, and this is your chance to meet that person. My advice is be honest um, with yourself about what you want and be honest with that person, you know, because, um, you can't maintain a lot of this relationship with ill intentions, yes. you know, and I think because you actually have to put time and effort into it. And if you have ill intentions, you, you can't, you can't put that time and effort into it. It's not going to last. You're just going to keep going from one person to another person to another person. Um, you're, you're everything you're going to do. Everything you do is going to be tarnished by the fact that you know, you don't have great intentions. So you're going to waste your time. You're going to waste that person's time. Um, you're, you're, it's going to always feel hit or miss. So the first thing to me is understanding your reasoning why you want to pursue a long distance relationship. And, um, and if you're not willing to give your all or you're not willing to, um, do certain things to maintain a long, long distance relationship, what's the point in the first place? Yeah, that's true. I have to agree with you on that. Actually, that's also my piece of advice that, you know, in this world of, you know, transactional and instant relationship, you know, you just have apps and all that, you would have a relationship. You have to be clear of your intention, you know, because long distance relationship, unlike traditional relationship that you get to know each other and all that, you have to invest time and effort in order for this to work, you know, because you know from the get-go that it's going to be, you know, the distance is going to play a huge part and the relationship. So you have to be clear with your intention. So for me, probably it's more of like, when you are into this kind of relationship, you have to remember the reason why you form a relationship or this kind of relationship with your partner or your boyfriend. Because when, when things get tough, 
when you guys fight, argue, get frustrated and annoyed by each other, it's gonna, you know, things are gonna be, you know, falling apart if you don't go back to the reason as to why you formed the relationship in the first place. So you always have to go back. Why am I in this relationship? What is the reason behind? Why am I, why, why do I still stay? You know, you always have to go back to that reason as to why you build that relationship with your partner. Because if you don't have that thing that you have to go back to, you know, it will fall apart. You know, because what is the reason? Probably you love her, the person. You know, I love the person. I'm into that person. You always have to go back to that reason. And for me, I guess, um, the reason for me why it actually works is because I always pray. I always pray for Chris. I always pray for our relationship. Whenever we fight, he would say that, you know, you don't talk to me or we always in a, you know, long pause and stuff like that. But no, it's not that. I don't care about him whenever we fight because I'm so quiet. But it's just that it's more of like me taking my quiet time and I'm praying for a relationship on where God wants us to be, you know, at that moment. And then, you know, at some point it gets resolved, you know. So it's just more of like maintaining open relationship. You know, you put trust to your partner, go back to the main reason as to why you're in a relationship and always pray. I guess some people may not be, you know, as prayerful as I am, but, you know, those three main things is just gonna, you know, help you out when you're in this kind of this relationship. What do you think? Can I add one, one more little tidbit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, to me, um, what will help is that you have to build interest with each other. You have to um, find some things that you have in common, uh, some things that you both enjoy and yeah. build off of that. Because if you don't have anything or you don't know what you, you, you each other like yeah. and you don't have a common thing, it's going to be hard to come up with conversations. It's going to be hard to... Um, maintain conversations because you never uh you're just looking at oh yeah i just want this person and i just like this person and i yeah. and this, this is to all this is to all relationships but mm -hmm. it it, it ha you need it even more in a long distance relationship because you have to have something that keeps driving you to to want to discuss to want to talk about to mm -hmm. um well did you see this did you did you look at this type of movie did you um enjoy this type of book did you um uh, see the news today did you whatever it is that that you both like it's gonna have to be the the the, the pen that keeps you um talking that keeps you together that keeps you um the days that when you're frustrated you're tired you, yeah. you've had a long day at work you um going through some personal stuff that the person um that somewhere else can't necessarily be there for you're gonna need something that 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 keeps the connection and that you can keep building off of. Yeah, I agree with you. That is very true. So yeah, um, I guess there's no perfect relationship, you know, even whether it's traditional or long distance, there's no perfect relationship. We're just giving them, you know, you know bits of, you know, advice um, on how we actually handled it. And so far it's working for us. We're in two, three years of being in a relationship. and. You know, most part is we're apart, you know, most part we're like separated by distance and it's a lot of work and struggle, but, you know, we maintain to work it out and hopefully, you know, we can close out that, you know, um, 
part or phase of our life that you know distance is actually separating us and you know by the grace of god we're claiming that to happen so so yeah thank you babe for you know um joining me in this podcast in this episode you know you he's been very supported supportive um with me doing this podcast is actually the one encouraging me to do this for a very long time now. So yeah, thank you again for being You're very here. welcome. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you again next week on my podcast. Thank you. Long distance relationships are hard. There's no need to sugarcoat it. The number of miles between two people and the fact that we're in different time zones is a lot to handle. But here's the truth about long distance relationship. Even though it's hard, even though it's a struggle, the thought of having someone who loves you still, who chooses you every single day, even when they're far away from you, is the most precious thing and will all be worth it in the end. Thank you all for listening to the Multitasking Mama podcast this week. For updates, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow at Multitasking Mama Podcast in Instagram. Love you all and to God be the glory.